Hey yo, what's up? This your boy DJ Jimmy Hustle, and you are now listening to Rep the King Radio with my boy Orlando Presents and my girl Nina Cross. And I hope you guys are having a good day. If you're not, I hope this episode puts a little pep in your step, puts a smile on your face. And we about to get on these turntables real quick, so turn up your speakers, because this is the Rep the King Radio Mini Mix. Yo, hey, yo, drop a sweat, gotta eat, right back to playing defense, running to the goal, so I practice what I'm preaching, I've been falling short, got back on my God was speaking, no days off, like I'm working every weekend, getting on the floor, I was inactive, just because I'm balling, doesn't equal satisfaction, trying to get a dub, now got a call to action, recognize my passion, on my place with no atlas, could have broke down a long time ago, with me even through my highs and lows Issues were major, now it's minor though So I'm getting work, won't do what I did before Man, life gets foul, call text on my trials Referee not for the games, knowing my lifestyle Gotta call things out, I ain't with them now Devil try to take shots, got the rebound hey. Running out the door, hopping off the porch Got the ball in hand, I got on the court Calling me, they keep calling for apology. I'm honestly a problem with the population, probably. Getting high before the sunrise. <laughs> I don't mind, but would you just try to keep the windows in the front blind? I go back and forth, what's a ladder for? I climbed up to the bottom of the ocean where the dragons roar. I feel so mad, it's raw. My mama call it asking if I'm hungry for a sandwich. I'm a savage, I just laugh it off. Oh, what's a son without a father? I'm a bastard, never bothered by the man. I got some issues, I could mask it all. I got some people from my past I rarely seem to call. But every time I get home, I only ask for role models, more bottles. They call it a A playlist of the greatest hits, I played them till my mind is bright I kinda like when everything inside is nice But talking about my problems ain't an option Lest the night is right I often wonder what is life about The perfect blend of ice and clout A smile fills a thousand pieces Never thinking I'm allowed to question If you ever thought to call me as I'm older now Hello? Number, man. The cruelest thought, cruising down your boulevard. I see you and all your squad. Do you really care at all? My heart is lost, but yet my soul through all the pain is still found purpose. All I wanted was a chance to hear you say that I was worth it. But you don't see that I was raised without the affirmation. So I gotta make it in this world, even through all the hating. That's how it be when you live past 23, when you raised just by the streets. Yeah, but I still ask for role models. Got drawn up the offense, ball up, who we call next. Ball up like a 
like it's Lob City, that Chris Paul to DeAndre. Got old clippers like barbers, not a beard like Harden. I got a chip on my shoulder, it's down here getting older. I don't subscribe to that logic, they say you ain't got it as soon as you're 30. I know my body, I'm solid, I'm still working harder than all of these rookies. I got it, I get it. God is my witness as long as I'm in it. Y'all get the business, I'm looking in the mirror for my competition. Penning these lyrics for my compositions. Look, I've always been a competitor. Show me somebody who better than. Study the game like a veteran. Still as savvy as I ever been. Lady, I've been in my element. They sleeping, I'm still on my letterman. I put my 10,000 hours in. I need the jacket with the letter in. You living life like a movie. My life is more documentary. Usually the drama don't move me. I know I'm trying to make history. Honestly, I got no quitting me. Power to drive like infinity. I keep the ghost in the driver's seat. I'm whipping a vision without the key. He took the strikes on solid. Gave me the cue so I stay in the pocket. Started from scratch and I'm hitting my targets. Get out the pool, there's a shark in the water. Ah, 30 for 30, the highlight is only a part of the journey. I got the scoop on the alternate version. Legacy more than the name on the jersey. I'm gone. When I wake up, I'ma spread my wings, yeah. Aristotle in the air, styling. I'm on autopilot on my way out, huh? On my way, yeah. From the dirt, from the dust, from the smoke. I rose up from the ash, dame with the dash. Foot on the gas, got move. Wait, make it last, no take me to the moon. Day I woke up, looked inside the mirror, face to face with my fears. Uh, told them you a lie, that's the truth. When I wake up, I'ma fly. I got God on my side. Coloring on the sky. Put a color outside the line. When I wake up, I'ma fly. I got God on my side. And you know you gotta laugh when you look at my past And you thought I'd never last Well, ain't nobody ever really thought the past Just get whatever, make it to the stars as fast as this Every time I wake up, I'ma let you interrupt Every time in my mind, I'ma let you steal my shine God be the glory, I'ma say it every time When you do my story, you paint it outside the lines Like, when I wake up, I'ma fly I got God on my Coloring on the sky Put a color outside the line We don't wake up, I'ma fly I got God on my So I had to switch the flow Now my spirit 
to my A to Z's. My walls are breaking, my foundations when neighbors see. The blood of Christ and I'm related, B. You can't see it, oh, your eyes are hated green. Let me explain, I claim the call. Never look back, won't turn us off. Came from the X, never burning. Uh, gotta speak a real, no Kermit. Uh, freedom in Christ, no permit. Uh, walking way up in the journey. We up, we up, we up, so determined. I let my life be the sermon. So every day is a service. All of my steps, feeling blessed, I ain't even true. He took off my mask and replaced it with a breathing tube. So I gotta kill and frustrate you like you can it. Sorry if I'm hard, speak the truth because I love you, dudes. Skirt, skirt, work, work, keep it pushing, bro. Coming in high, off the top, like Geronimo. Fire in my bones, I deliver like Domino. Stick it to the plan, send text, blowing up the show. Skirt, skirt, work, work, keep it pushing, bro. Skirt, skirt, work, work, keep it pushing, bro. Skirt, skirt, work, work, keep it pushing, bro. Stick it to the plan, send text, blowing up the show. So devout God who got us rolling out a carpet for him Make way for the king Lord Jesus the ruler Lion of Judah who take a doulas and make him a friend They want to know if and when Did you begin if you're him Who's mad infinite then you would be the infinite son This would mean that you're God This would mean you're in charge Cause only he was involved in what precedes Genesis 1 Why'd you come to the earth when you're not Part of the earth that you got Ultimate worth that you plop into a mess Why die for a people who got a passion for Evil. Why let them lash you and beat you when you supply them their breath? I think the Savior would say you're right when you say the Creator's the only way to just straight up proceed. Genesis 1. We know the Father and Holy Spirit both did it, but John 1 says along with the Father and the Spirit, it was the Son. He came to the earth with no stop, came to the earth with no pop, lived on the earth with no props. He's written the story, he died for a block, cause he's a God that is not gonna be ground to be mocked. Trust me, he's getting that glory. So now we're kicking the truth in the bones. We like to spit cause it's few people who do this spirit really wanna get with y'all who forsake money in places the sunny and stages with honey's just a rep the living god you should be checking for hey, Remember, in all that you do, rep the king. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing? That's right, that's right. This is another great episode of Rep the King Radio. I'm your humble host, Orlando Presents, and we do have my sister on the line, Sister Nina Cross. What's up, what's up? Well, bro, you know what it is? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a, um, a very, very good week. It's been a very good week. How about yourself? Um, actually, myself, I would have to say the same. I do agree. <laughs> Excellent. I just came off my vacation. <laughs> uh, nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's good not to go anywhere. Sometimes it's good just to let the mind rest right where you're at. Yes, sir. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So uh, anything, any good news, anything that you have for the folks out there? Um, well, actually, I was able um, on I wanted Tuesday. I went to a high school. I had met um, a, a school teacher. Uh, they actually have this just uh, kind of like a um, a class geared towards African American history, 
and um, I met this teacher at my job, and I don't even know how we got on music, but anyway, we got on music, and he was like, yo, would you come, you know, for African American, my African American history class, and actually present and talk to my class and perform. And so that was like at the top of the year. And I, I it was in the back of my mind. I gave this exchange uh, information. And then um, um, I get a random text and like, hey, would you come and be a guest speaker for my class? And I'm like, wow. It was a huge opportunity because it was at a public um, high school in the suburbs out here where I live at. And, um, you know, in our day and age, they're kind of pushing Jesus and God out of schools. So in order for me to go into a classroom setting and actually talk about the goodness of God, first of all, I ministered two songs. And, I mean, there was no script. They let me go. The kids were able to ask me anything. I answered ministerial questions. I answered um, whatever they 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 want to talk about the relevancy of the music now and what I do. And I mean, it was amazing. I just thought, wow, God really did this, you know, to actually put me the minister in um, a class when able to to witness to the youth. Um, Their their age range is from 16 to 18. So. I got to tell them that, you know, serving God is dope. You know, I got to tell them, you know, that God can use them in their community right where they are. He can take their distance. It was just, oh, my God, it was an overwhelming experience for me, and I was very honored to be able to do that. So I think that was probably the most highlight of my week um, doing that. Amen. Amen. That's excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, I think the highlight of my week was going to the 115th um, anniversary of our lodge down here in uh, Kilmarnock, Virginia. They had their anniversary yesterday, so they had a lot of the church, (coughs) excuse me, they had a lot of the church groups from uh, all over the area come in and their choirs come in and sing and stuff. So uh, that was excellent. That was excellent. I had a good time. Wow. Excuse me. So uh, definitely, definitely. But uh, without further ado, I don't want to push the time too far, too far back there. But uh, we do have our special guest on the line with us, ladies and gentlemen. If you never met this brother before, if you never ever um, listened to his music before, man, you're in for a treat. He has a, um, a album that's out right now called um, Recovery Overload. I believe, hold on, hold on, nope, Recovery Out out Loud, Out Loud, Recovery Out Loud, and uh, he goes by the name of Brother Minister, so let me unlock his mic so he can jump on the mic with us. What's up, brother? How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. It's uh, been a beautiful day, actually, man. Um, thank you for the invite on the show. Uh, thank you. And uh, to miss me in the cross, appreciate you. Uh, God bless, grace, and peace, and, and everything. Um, yeah, man, everything is all good, actually. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, first and foremost, man, have you and Nina ever met before? Are y'all friends on Facebook or anything? I do not think. I know I never met her, uh, and I don't think that we're friends on Facebook, you know. No. No, I don't think so either. It's the first time I'm actually coming into contact with you, Brother Minister. But 
I'm excited to meet you. Now that's same here. That's kind of funny because um, Nina, brother minister, is actually from the uh, Detroit area, and now you live in Jackson. Yeah, I'm here in Jackson for about three years. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, where are you from, uh, Miss Cross? You from uh, Detroit? Um, actually, I'm from Saginaw, but I live out here, um, Rochester, uh, Shelby Township area. Oh, you over there in Oakland County? Okay, that's what's up. Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right in there in my backyard. Didn't even know it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been off this way for um, about fourteen, going on fifteen years. Oh, okay. All right, that's what's up. Wow. Look at it. It took y'all to meet on the Rep the King radio show. Isn't that something? (laughs) (laughs) To be quite honest, it seems like I've heard of your name before. I mean, your name sounds familiar to my ear. Okay. Uh, I know when I used to live in Detroit, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to my old church, uh, which is New Providence Baptist Church. I I went there for about... (laughs) 10, 11 years, and I uh, was under the leadership of Pastor Everett N. Jennings, Sr. Um, so I don't know. We probably came across some events or something like that or a church outing. I don't know. But if that's the name that you're talking about, is it that name or my rap name or I don't know. Yeah, Brother Minister, I've heard that name before. I know okay. for sure I heard that name before. Yeah. All right. All right. That's well. That's excellent. <laughs> that's excellent. Excellent. Now, uh, what we usually do is I'm gonna let Nina go ahead and jump in there and uh, go ahead and shake you down, brother minister, and then I'm gonna come in and pick Uh-oh. your pockets. Uh oh. Now, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So now, wait, wait. Now look, look, look. Now last time somebody did that was on uh, uh um on uh, the radio show a couple of weeks ago with Dr. J.L. And so uh, New Rev let him go ahead and, and, and say, go ahead, ask Brother Minister some questions. So what he did, he was like, so, Brother Minister, and this was like totally left field. He was like, so what what, what, revela- what new revelations has God brought to you in your life? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, dang, bro. Like, you just going to go in like that? I was like, wow. But you know what? It was it, it it set the tone because we went and you know we, I thought it was gonna be about music we all thought it was gonna be about music but it turned out to be like straight ministry so you know it was like okay let God do what He do you know what I mean and Amen. He was uplifted He was glorified and that's that's what it's all about you know what I'm saying but you know don't don't hit me too hard because I haven't got any new revelations today. <laughs> 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 no, okay, so I'm 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 gonna keep it light and airy as much as humanly possible. It depends on how you answer these questions now. Um, okay. <laughs> um what I wanna know first is how long have you been um I don't know if you go by gospel rapper or a Christian hip hop artist or whatever you call yourself, how long have you been spitting for the kingdom? Oh, for the kingdom, man, I've been spitting for the kingdom for since like like heavily, uh, I just say when I started, um, 2003, you know what I mean? That's actually when I said, um, said a prayer because I felt convicted in my spirit, you know, when I, 
after that was shortly after I recommitted my life back to Christ, and I was like, Lord, I can't, you know, keep rapping this gangster stuff, and you know, what I'm saying being contradictory and hypocritical. I'm like, Lord, just help me, help me to use it. Use it. And I didn't even know uh, Christian rap existed back then. So I was like, if I can use it for your glory, then I'll go ahead and do it. And I would never deviate from it. So that's when it all pretty much started. You know what I'm saying? But like heavily, like sitting for the kingdom, I would say like within like the last eight years and real deep ministry like the last five years. Oh, wow. Okay. So, um, how have you, how has been the acceptance for the music? I don't know what kind of, um, I don't know what kind of fan base you had before and you're following, but how was the transition for you and what were some of the challenges that you might have faced when you became a Christian uh, rapper? Oh, man. So, I guess before, when I, before I came to, before I became a Christian rapper, it was, I don't know, the marketing and just putting myself out there was a little bit more easy because I, I, you know what I'm saying, it was all about me. So it kind of like came like, I don't know, it's like that was what it comes with. That was what was, I, I guess, natural and everything like that. Um, so the talent was from that transition, you know, in regards to like fans and things like that was like, how do I market this without being boastful and arrogant and everything like that you know i'm always thinking about the you know the humbleness uh part about it and the humility so it took me some time to actually gain some fans because i wasn't trying to gain fans i was trying to uh either disciple somebody or either just like spread the good news in regards to like you know honestly you need to be saved you know what i mean but i didn't pull it that bluntly but it was just like you know what i'm saying befriending people and that's kind of like the same thing that i do right now i don't necessarily look for fans. I mean, people become my fans, and sometimes I don't even know it. You know what I mean? But, you know, uh, yeah, those are some of the challenges that I, I have faced, and sometimes I still face those every so often. You know, like, I was just telling Orlando, like, man, I, sometimes I need to slow down because I don't, I don't take the time to actually promote and, and, and do things like that. I mean, I'm always on the go, and um, and sometimes I feel like, man, I don't want to, I, I just don't feel like doing all this marketing and stuff. Because sometimes I feel like it's happening in my craft because I'm always doing something. I'm like, man, I, I'm just feeling something in the spirit. I, I do this video or this post or something like that later. Unless I get a word from God that he wants me to post to encourage somebody else. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, a lot of times some of my music goes along with that post, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's relevant. Right. So, um... Who are some of your biggest supporters in your inner circle that um, actually really you gain strength from and um, you get encouragement from to continue doing what you do? First and foremost, um, uh, we already know that the Lord is my biggest supporter. Um, um, but my kids, they are very, you know what I'm saying? They, they, uh, I, I, it's funny because they like, play my stuff on YouTube, and I'm like, this is crazy, you know what I'm saying, and they know the words, so I feel like they're my biggest supporters, because they be like, Dad, when you going to do another concert? Dad, when you going to do another song? Dad, when you going to do another event and everything like that? So, you know, uh, whether they 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 know it, they they, they are one of my biggest. Um, but besides them, uh, my mom supports me as well. She's, you know, and she's up there like 62, but she likes to listen to that stuff. Mm. Um, and then, um, Orlando, uh, me and him, 
uh, broke bread back in 2015, and he's been pushing my stuff, and we've been talking every so often. Not as much, but, you know, every blue moon, it's kind of like we can pick up where we left off, you know what I'm saying, without any lost time pretty much. And then he's been pushing it, and uh, I see that he's been busy doing a lot of other things. So he's been uh, one of the biggest supporters uh, as far as online. Now, as far as community, I've got a lot of different people in, in my circles within my recovery community, uh, within the church and things like that. So, it, uh, you know, and some youth groups as well. So, um yeah, those are my biggest supporters, I should say. So where where are you uh, residing at right now? I'm living in Jackson, Michigan. Oh, okay. So you're still in Michigan. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm still in Michigan. Yeah. Okay, because I, I thought you said Jackson, but I wasn't sure if he said Jackson Ford, and that's why I had to kind of make sure I had a clarity on that. So okay. what, I mean, that's how far is that from, from where you're from? From Detroit, oh man, about an hour and I want to say hour and fifteen minutes, uh, maybe an hour and a half, you know, with traffic and everything like that. So, how different is it? I mean, even though you're still in Michigan, how different is it to be an hour? I mean, I that's a big difference for me because I'm from Saginaw, and the Saginaw from where I am now is an hour out, and that's a big drive. You know what I mean? Like, to, you wouldn't do that to me like every day. So how has it changed? Like, do you have family out there? And what was it that made you move to to an hour away from your comfort zone? Uh-oh. Now you got deep. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Um, so um, the uh, – what's the first part of the question again? Okay, so what – well, how different is it where you live from where you're from, and what made you move out of your comfort zone? Okay. Now, it's different because this is a smaller town. Um, so it's kind of, it's a little bit more laid back, even though it's a lot of violence that goes on around here. But in the area where I'm at, it's, you know, it, I'm right across the street from, like, a hospital. So it's not a whole lot that's going to go on, you know what I'm saying, right you know, right here, but it's other parts of Jackson that's like really violent, like a baby Detroit or a baby Chicago. It's like oh, it's wow. going down. You know, it's a lot of overdosing and things like that on drugs. Um, but as far as like the other part of the community, um, I don't know. I've kind of embraced Jackson as my own home, even though I wasn't born and raised here, probably because it's smaller. And it's, uh, I want to say it's a little bit more easier to get like different events and, and not, I want to say events, but I want to say to do ministry out here because, um, I don't know, I get a little bit more support here. Maybe it was because of God's timing and uh, than I did, you know, back in, back in Detroit because, you know, a little bit of everybody does a little bit of everything in Detroit, whether you're a Christian rapper or a rapper. Out here, it was kind of like, it was, I don't want to say brand new, but it was like fairly new for somebody to actually stay here and go around and, uh, you know what I'm saying, and do what I do. Uh, now, the reason that I moved out here, now this is the reason why I say it's going to get deep, because I moved out of here because I got a divorce. Um, so uh, in 2015, uh, October 2015, my divorce was finalized, and, you know, my ex said, well, you know you can't stay here. And I was like, oh, well, uh, I kind of figured that, but I thought that, you know, I was gonna, he was going to give me some time, get on my feet, get my own place. Um, so... At, 
and you know, and not to say anything bad about her, but you know, at that time the situation was kind of like it was messed up. So uh, I had to figure out where I had to go, and it was either two places: either I could stay in Detroit with my old man, uh, my dad, or I can um, come out here to Jackson with my mom. And uh, actually, when I told my mom what we went on, she said, "Well, it looks like the Lord needs you out here because I need you, um, because I, you know, you know, my mother's older and she needs some help." So uh, I came out here. And um, she said, you can come out here and stay as long as you can, you know. And I just started rebuilding, you know, my life. You know, God had to take me through a lot of different trials and tribulations and some struggles and some things that I didn't even understand. And, and I was asking all these questions, why, why, why? You know, uh, crying in the midnight hour, like, I just don't get it. But, you know, through it all, you know, it developed my character and it allowed me to, um, to grow uh, not only naturally but spiritually. And now I'm able to just be able to minister to people in that situation and even beyond, you know. Um, so that was the reason that, you know, um, that essentially that's what brought me out here. Wow. So what, and this is my last question, and I'm going to turn this over to uh, Brother Orlando, but what I want to know is what are some of your goals for what you do, what would you like to see take place from the ministry that God has given you? Um, honestly, uh, excuse me, honestly, I want to, um, I, I, I've had this Christian record label and I guess I prematurely started it up. So right now it's on hold, um, but I don't want it to just be a record, you know what I'm saying, label. I want it to be a, a ministry where people can come in you know, and uh, they can develop their talent, they can develop their gift, but not only that, have them to be discipled, you know, properly so that they can use their talent and the gift the way God intended for them to use mm -hmm. it, and they can come in there and they can record, they can learn production and everything like that. So essentially, I want me a building. Uh, I want to be able to uh, set up a ministry in there where uh, a lot of people can come in. Um, I mean, that's just part of it. And, I mean, later on down the line, uh, after that takes place and gets self-sustained, I always wanted to do um, an, uh, Christian counseling uh, to a point where, uh, you know, we can keep families together because I see a great divide in families and it causes a lot of disparities, you know, uh, with the children and things of that nature. Um, so I've always wanted to do that as well. And I kind of like see that going in that way because of uh, where I work at. So um, that's ultimately what my goal is, I guess it's still, it just won't really be about me. It's always going to be about helping somebody. So, I mean, you know, as long as I can point people to the, to, uh, to the Lord, you know, uh, and whatever I do, then, you know, I'm pretty much okay with it. You know, I used to do factory work and I hated it because I felt no meaning in it. So now I'm doing something that's meaningful, not only with the music, but also within the community where I work at. Everywhere I go is like ministry. You know what I'm saying? So, that's a wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, I mean, I just want to tell you before I turn it over to Brother Orlando, I um definitely um commend you on your resilience and um, your determination to continue on and allowing God to use you and rebuild you and. Um, just repackage you and, and present you to to the nation. 
So, um, brother, keep doing what you're doing because it's, it's a lot of people that, that really need a, a word of encouragement, that really need um, your experience and your knowledge because um, the Bible says that we're saved by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So um, our testimony is very powerful in ministering to people. So just keep doing what you're doing. I mean, God's the limit. God knows what he's doing and, and why he has infused you into that place. So just keep your head up and just keep going. I'm just hoping that God will manifest that building, that it will materialize and that God will use your ministry to bless many. God bless you. Amen. Thank you very much. I appreciate your kind, generous, and um, uh, uplifting words. And I know that it was straight from the mouth of uh, of the Lord. Um, so I thank you for that. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Wow. God bless you. All right. All right. Brother Orlando. Yeah. Man, just been listening <laughs> on. It's, it's just been uh, deep, man. Just listening to a lot of things. A lot of things that Brother Minister was uh, speaking on, I knew about. But uh, just to hear him speak on it and elaborate on it a little bit more, it's just like, wow, man. Because um, you, you really didn't see any uh, falter or any really real decline in what he was doing. Uh, even going through what he was going through. He still did his ministry. He was still recording music. I mean, he was putting out stuff or whatever. So definitely, man, God's got your back 100%. Um, before I jump into anything on my end, as far as like questions or anything, I want to go into this single off of your album, brother, called Recovery. The album, once again, is Recovery Out Loud, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure y'all go get that. It's on all major digital outlets. It's on Spotify. So make sure you go on to Spotify, download it on Spotify, and uh, listen to it all day, every day for the brother. So them, those numbers can go up too. And also so you can be blessed. So um, let the folks know about this particular single on here called Find My Way Home. What was that all about? Find My Way Home uh, came from that part, um, that situation that I was going through in regards to a uh, bed divorce, uh, just trying to find my way back to uh, where I need to be. I was kind of like lost in my, you know, lost in my way. I didn't, I, it was it was hard and it, it separated me from my children. You know what I mean? So um, I looked at it from a lot of different angles and different perspectives on how my kids might, 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 have, not, might have felt, how they felt when I was gone and how I felt because I was gone and separated from them and it was kind of hard for me to get back and forth with transportation and things like that. So, and also um, about, uh, people just being lost and um, like coming home from uh, incarceration, maybe being, being uh, coming home from treatment or being delivered from addiction and things like that. And you've got no support. You've got nobody. So you're trying to find your way back home. You know what I'm saying? Home is where the heart at, but what happens when the heart is broke? You mm. feel what I'm saying? What, what happens when the heart is removed? And you're trying to find your way back to home. But essentially, it's kind of like a double message in there because uh, the Bible says that you're supposed to turn back to your first love. So if you turn back to your first love, then you'll find your way back home. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So that's what it's about as well, finding your way back home, and that home is in Christ. Mm. Amen, amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Rep the King Radio, and we're about to go into this single called Find My Way Home, and we'll be right back. You are now muted. 
Lost in bewilderment as I walk in the wilderness. I'm lost in the wilderness, exhausted and feeling it. Trying to get out of the hole, I'm crawling down in the pit. Falling down in the pit, that's my fault, has significance. I'm clogged and filled with these flaws and guiltiness in the place where I'm not at all familiar with. This can't be the place for me, cause while I'm here, my family's at another place away from me. This is a different pace for me, the distance, a change for me. It's aching me, breaking me down in the form of a plague with no cure like the disease searching my soul but i don't know what i'm searching for tell me what's the reason that i'm even on this journey lord seems it has never ended and it's forever sending me to places where i still gotta search for more don't know where i go i know i'm just poor and hungry i'm miles away trying to find my way out this foreign country feel like a lost in the poor soul like i'm headed down the wrong road Screaming Jesus, I'm so alone. I'm just trying to find my way You feel trapped and you're smothered by these attacks And you're under the roof where you started And it isn't where you need to be Your family is so distant from your vision You can't even see But it's this lesson that you have to learn Your people tell the kids that after work That they gon' see their dad return But it hasn't happened, no change And you've been racking your brains on how Did you open up this can of worms And the page is building And you think it's not possible to gain the fulfillment Weeks and turning and months And you don't want the months to turn into years Your biggest fear is being away from your family Your wealth and your children You've never been at this place in your life So many floods, hurricanes, and tornadoes of life You tried to find the faith But still got the anger in life You can find your way home But you don't have to take your own life No Feel like a lost in the poor soul Like I'm headed down the wrong road Screaming Jesus, I'm so alone I'm just trying to Find my way Have a job hurting in nasty weather. You've been going through so many job evaluations, still in doubt. It feels like you're just filling out applications. Been over a decade since you were released from prison. You were honest up front and you didn't want to keep it hidden. After they look at what your criminal history was written, they told you right then and there that you wasn't going to even get it. The cycle seems so vicious, doesn't seem to be forgiven. I know God that he's forgiven, though it seems to be he's distant. Lived in the struggle, water's filled with the funnel. It sounds cliche, but there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I know you got no key to your home. And I know how it feels when you got no key to your own. You've been walking in darkness nights of being alone. You don't have to be lost anymore. Let Jesus lead you to home. Feel like I lost in the poor soul. Like I'm headed down the wrong road. Screaming Jesus, I'm so alone. But I need you, Lord. Find my way
Rider, 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 ladies and trash. gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. We are back. We are back with more Rep the King Radio. Um, <laughs> if you heard the song that was just about to come on, that's also on the album called Recovery Out Loud. The name of that song is called They Don't Know. Um, that's also actually one of my favorite songs by Brother Minister. Um, man, that song there is, is deep. So if you get a chance, listen to that song from beginning to end. I promise you it's going to make you cry. I promise you it will. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Because every time I listen to it, I don't care if I listen to that joint 10 times in a row, dude. I'm going to cry all 10 times. That's how deep that song. Oh the, just the Just the meaning behind the brother's words, that's how deep it is to me. And I take it personally i take a lot of the stuff he's talking about in that song they don't know so personally that it's like wow oh my goodness see i'm about to tear up now but um can't do that oh, oh. <clears throat> let me straighten myself up but hey uh brother I'm a, i wanted to ask you the young lady that's singing the hook on find my way home who is that and how did you find her my good friend, Melanie Waldman, uh, from Mercy Shore. Uh, shout out to Melanie Waldman, Mercy Shore. Y'all check her out at uh, Mercy Shore's Music. That's her uh, acoustic alternative Christian band. Mm. Uh, I met Melanie Waldman uh, back when I went to the Extreme Tour in 2016. And um, they were upstairs playing. Uh, you know, I guess they were rehearsing, as a matter of fact. And then, um, so I, I was listening to them. While all the, all the other bandmates and everything, everybody else was doing their thing, and I was just sitting there and I was listening to our somebody singing upstairs, and I'm like, oh man! So it drew me up there, and I went up there, and I I just sat down. And they was like, oh, we're rehearsing. I was like, I'm sorry, I just wanted to, you know, listen in. And then next thing you know, um, they asked me to be a part of a song. So I'm like, oh yeah, sure. So then next thing you know, I sit up there and I write a verse right then and there. And then we go ahead and we rehearse it. And then they was like, we're going to do this song. Uh, so next year, they end up uh, saying that they're going to actually record the song that we had wrote like a year ago. You know wow. what I'm saying? In 2016. So in 2017, they called me back and she was like, we're going to do this remotely if we can. Try to do it remotely. But they end up flying me out to Nashville to actually record the song. You know what I'm saying? And they paid for it, too. That To God be the glory. Yes. Um, Paid for me to go out there, recorded the song, and then we end up recording a song called Only Love. And so that's how it kind of like started taking off. And then we just been keeping in contact. And, you know, uh, so then I hit her up with this song and, um, you know, I let her hear like the rough draft of it. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, I want to go ahead and do it. And then that's pretty much how it, it came about, you know. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, she's uh, been a... Uh, kind of like a, a, a long-standing friend, not only her, but the, uh, her other bandmates as well. We was also we also went to Creation Fest la uh, last year after recording the song like uh, like two months, and then they said we're gonna we're gonna perform the song at Creation Fest. So then they flew me back out for four more days. I was like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me! So that, yeah, so that's how <laughs> that's how God do. He opens up doors. You know Man. what I'm saying? So that means you flew her out to do your song, right? <laughs> no, that's not a, <laughs> no, 
I didn't have the capability <laughs> or the financial capacity to do wanna, that. You know what I mean? I don't, <laughs> don't um, want to get you in trouble, bro. I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> that, but honestly, though, know, for real, that, that's, that's stuff that, like, that, those are things that I want to put um, uh, in um, in live with the ministry. You know what I mean? When people yes. come out and they come in from far away, I want to be able to have something that's set up for them. Not, not essentially Jeez. so they could just be like paid artists, but, you know, from them coming and sharing their heart and their gift and everything like that just to mm-hmm. support me, I want to be able to give something back to them and not just 20 or $30, but I want to be able to say, hey, yeah, I can fly you out. Let's do this and man, we got you set up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So right. I believe God can and yeah, he will do it in his own timing. But yeah, um, no, we didn't. I didn't fly her out this time. But <laughs> hopefully next time we do something, I'll be able to do that. Amen. Amen. Well, I do have that song pulled up by Mercy Shore. So if you all wanted to uh, check them out or check that song out, go to Spotify. <coughs> Excuse me. Go to Spotify and pull up Mercy, Mercy Shore. And uh, the song is right there called Only Love featuring Riley kids so um yeah we're gonna be playing that a little bit later on in the show but um before we go any further I want to ask you a question actually um let the world know what's the meaning behind your music oh man the meaning behind the music is actually hope you know um uh and not only hope just to have like just to have hope, but sometimes you have to go through something in order for you to, uh, I want to say, okay, let me reframe this. You have to have hope in order for you to be able to go forward. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in my music, when I felt like I was hopeless, God showed me that my hope doesn't lie or or, or, or it's not in the situation. You know what I'm saying? It's in him. So I want to make sure that I give people hope, and not only that, I, I let people know that I have this hope in Christ because of the faith that he has given to me. So I want to give uh, faith as well, let people know that, you know, God is here and he, is not leave, he, he, doesn't, he will not leave you and he will not forsake you. But sometimes you're going to have to go through something in order for you to, um, you know, build your character and things like that. And also I want to uh, uh, let people know that there is a lot of love you know what I'm saying, behind the music as well, because my passion is to give people uh, what they need, the encouragement, the motivation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and not to give up, you know, not only um, not only in the spirit, because we definitely need that, but, you know, it's a lot of things that are going on in the natural that people see with their naked eye, and they're like, I just can't deal with this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's the meaning, you know, in, in the, I want to say, in the, in the part that's uplifting, but the other part is that we got to talk about some things that we, uh, a lot of times we sweep up under the rug. We need to talk about depression. We need to talk about oppression. We need to talk about a lot of these things that discourage us, that men even fall a victim to from being emasculated, either from uh, being in a divorce and the woman is talking down to her and, and vice versa for, for, the, um, for the man, uh, I'm sorry, for the woman as well. Um, so it's, you know, it's just a lot of things that need to be uncovered, I believe, and talk about wholeheartedly and to be able to um, give people what they need, some tools and some coping skills and things like that. Um, also, the meaning behind the music is uh, talking about all of the other things that I have been through 
and uh, being delivered from, uh, whether it's uh, drugs and alcohol or other kind of addictions, porn and all of that other stuff. You know, just being changed and being set free and letting people know that they don't have to be a slave to society or anything that um, that people label them as. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I guess you could say I got a lot of meanings behind it, but... <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, man. It's so all that's good. basically, that's basically it, though. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, right. Now, um, we were speaking a little bit off air, and I wanted to bring it on air for a lot of people to uh, be able to jump into the conversation as well. So I'll just flat out ask you: um, When is it? When is humble being too humble? Oh my gosh. Oh, for real? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Somebody just taught me a lesson on that, and you're going to bring it out. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Um, You know what? Uh, I I believe humble, uh, or shall I say, uh, being too humble is just being quiet, you know what I'm saying, about everything. And actually, you know, I guess, my experience is what having a sense of false humility as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't say anything, you know, you want to make sure you're quiet and everything like that. And, you know, you're just too humble to open your mouth and speak. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't really explain it, but I think being too humble is a a sense of false humility as well, because Mm. if you don't open up your mouth and, and explain to people what God has given to you, um, then, yeah, that's not going to do the kingdom any good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes we, I believe that we try to say, well, I don't want to be too prideful. I don't want to be arrogant. And so mm-hmm. the the easiest thing for us to do, or in my case, is to say, all right, I'm just going to dial it all the way down and just don't say anything and wait till everybody kind of like, you know, uh, say, hey, would you like to do this, that, and the other and, you know, and, you know, that, that's just what I've been going through or have, mm-hmm. I have been through. And sometimes I get into that, you know, um, into that situation uh, as well. Um, so I, I honestly can say, and, and nobody else might not say it, but, yeah, I've walked in a sense of false humility as well. thought that I was, like, being really, really humble. And I wasn't purposely trying to do it, but I was just like, okay, <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, being too humble is, uh, it, it can creep up on you sometimes too, you know, yeah. sometimes it's unintentional. Like some people don't, may not even know what false humility is or may not even know, um, on what level to be, you know what I'm saying? Um, to be humble, I should just mm. say that. I hope that I explain myself <laughs> <laughs> Man, you good, man, you good. Um, Nina, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Okay, because I wanted I wanted both of you to um, somewhat answer this, or I'm not sure if it's going to be a statement or a question or whatever, but it's uh, for both of you. Um, when you're going into humility and you're being humble and sometimes you're just being withdrawn, you just don't want to seem i guess braggadocious about what you have and what you're putting out there could that unknowingly tip into the favor of the enemy um well 
I wouldn't say it would tip into the favor of the enemy. Um, we have to make sure it's always good to be humble because those that are humble, God can exalt. However, um, we have to also have a boldness about us in a way that we aren't arrogant and um, we're not passive because, okay, let me give this analogy today. For instance, my pastor preached about um, what's your mindset. And he said, these are the three gears. He said, I think about us as gears and gear, different gears sometimes. And he said, either we're in drive where we're moving forward or we're in reverse where we're moving backwards away from God or we're in neutral and we are stagnant and we're not moving at all. I mean, like, when you're in neutral, you think about going to a car wash, and he didn't go into this deep, but this is just how you are when you're a preacher. You hear a message, and you kind of elaborate in a way that makes sense to you. So if you're in neutral in your life, and I'm going to tie this into what you're talking about in just two seconds, um, you're you're really kind of susceptible to either being stagnant not moving or moving any kind of way. So you don't want to be in a place where you're lukewarm because in, I think it was Revelations chapter 3, verse 16, it says that if you are um, lukewarm, God will vomit you up. And you don't want to be in a place where you're so um, passive and you're not hot for God. You're not cold for God. You're just in a place of stagnation, and in that place, God is like, I, I don't even want you around me. I want to, I want to get you cut off of me because you're not conducive for my kingdom. Mm. So what I'm saying is, in that moment, we got to make sure that if we're going to be humble, that's great. You can be humble and still have confidence because even in the, even in being humble, you have to have confidence to walk. So I wouldn't say that it gives the enemy an edge, but at the same time, it it kind of does if you're a passive person and you're 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 putting passiveness as humility. Mm. So we have to be careful that we're not lukewarm, stagnant, in neutral, and we're passive, and we're not actually interjecting what God wants us to do. Mm. Oh, That's my stand. Amen. Amen. Wow. Orlando, she just called me lukewarm, bro. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> wow. I did not. There's nothing wrong with being humble, y'all. Now, hey, okay. listen, everybody that's listening to this and that'll listen to this on the replay, I believe that we should be humble. But yeah. I just kind of the way Brother Orlando presented it to me, I kind of had to attack it that way because sometimes people think, well, if I'm passive and I, I'm just kind of like in the background blended in, then I'm humble. No. How are you effective if you're just in the black background blending in and letting things just go by and you're not actively effectively moving and doing what God will tell you to do? Now, for me, I'll speak in this way. Um, I do walk in the seat of humbleness. However, I'm very, very confident and I'm very bold by nature and I take charge, but that's because that is what God gave me. Mm. 
it doesn't mean that I can't learn. It doesn't mean that I can't gain from other people. It just means that I have a sense of confidence in what God said I can do. Mm. And sometimes people will take that as, oh, she's haughty. Oh, she's arrogant. No, I'm just very sure about what God is saying to me about me. And that's it. Right, right. Amen. Amen. That's my film. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. Well, um, I know, Brother Minister, you you touched on it a little bit when you were talking about Mercy Shore and everything. Let the folks know, back in uh, 2016, you were a part of the Extreme Tour. Let the folks know what Mm -hmm. is the Extreme Tour for the ones out there and some artists that might be listening um, what is, what is that? Okay, so the Extreme Tour is like, uh, it, it started out as a grassroots organization just going out to uh, different communities, urban communities, lower, uh, kind of like impoverished communities, or pretty much any kind of community, you know, putting on free concerts and um, things like that. It's kind of an outreach um, uh, type tour. Um, so it, what it has grown to be now is this big, gigantic tour-type mission trip. You know what I mean? Um, you get to display your talents and your gifts, but you do it in a way uh, where God is going to be glorified and also to be able to reach out to the community. Uh, artists come from all over, and they travel all over the world. I mean, they went to Belize. They go to Canada. They go to, um, I believe they uh, go to, I almost, almost said Brazil, um, Germany. <laughs> um, they go to a lot of places in the uh, United States, such as myself, has uh, been on tour with them in New York, uh, Schenectady, Scotia, New York, co-host, uh, Milford, Delaware, Tennessee, South and North Carolina, Ohio, all that stuff. So um, you drive on your own wheel. They don't fly you out. So this is not like an ordinary type, you know, tour where you're going to get, you know, all this kind of stuff. you kind of like going on your own uh, free will if God calls you to do that. Uh, so they send out this like this uh, packet and everything like that, and you get to read over it. It's kind of like a discipleship packet, and uh, you read all of like the terms and conditions of what the mission uh, or what the extreme tour is about. And they explain to you that this is much more of a, a musical mission trip than anything else. So all of the lodging sometimes is not like you won't get like hotels. Sometimes you got to sleep in your car. Sometimes you're going to be sleeping. You know what I'm saying? Outside, uh, some churches, they put up their uh, facility and go in there. Or some uh, places, uh, I should say, some people with their homes, they host, like, musicians and things like that. And they'll let you come there and, um, you know, have a night uh, to stay the night or two. So uh, they move from city to city, from state to state, and things like that. And if anybody wants to be a part of the Extreme Tour, uh, you can just go on ExtremeTour.com. And then they have like a certain uh, uh, certain tiers that you have to go through in order for you to qualify. You know, um, it's easier for uh, artists who have worked with them before to get back in, but though they're always accepting like new talent and things like that. But they're not really accepting just talent. But you got to have a heart for the people, a heart for the ministry. You know what I mean? And they'll make sure that. So they do like a little. They have a process that they have. So if this is something that any artist wants to do. Uh, I would suggest that you check your heart and check uh, where God wants you to be um, because it can get a little, you know, sometimes you might go a couple of days without a shower. You know what I'm saying? For real. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's real, you know what I'm saying? It's real ministry. 
You know what I mean? So, like I said, you won't get no five-star hotel, not even a two-star. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I had to catch a train all the way to New York. And then when I got there, you know, uh, I had to ride with somebody else. And, you know, we went to different places. Even some churches put us up on a gym floor, man. Get your own sleeping bag, your own, you know, stuff like that. Um, but you got some good people that's on there that help you out, too. You know, at least I had I had uh, a very good team. Uh, that was there for me, and just got have people in uh in the right position in the right place, man, and just pour into me even while they were on their journey. You know mm. what I'm saying? So that was a blessing, man. So I, I I'm I'm looking forward to go back to it like next year as well. I've been so busy this year, I couldn't you know get back into it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to go back to to it. And I recommend anybody who who has a heart for the Lord just to to go as well to be a wonderful experience. And um. Yeah, that's that. That's what it is. Amen. Amen. Um, shout out to Jarrell Golden because I know he was a part of the Extreme Tour a couple of years ago. He's from the Virginia area, Tappahannock. Um, shout out to Idioms. Oh, um, Idioms, you know Idioms. He was a part of the yeah. Extreme Tour. Um, a young lady out of Cincinnati, Ohio. She was a part of the Extreme Tour. I forgot her name. I'm so sorry. But um, Chrissy Payne. Yes, there you go, Chrissy Payne. She was a part of the Extreme Tour as well. Um, also, mm-hmm. shout out to Sam Stewart out there in Vegas because Idioms and another group from the Extreme Tour was on his show last night, and I believe the Extreme Tour is going to be going through his hop um his hop radio their um their uh their place out in Las Vegas and doing some stuff out there with them so shout out to them out there in Las Vegas for you know for God putting that together that's awesome so there are a lot of artists that actually have been through that I know of that have been a part of uh the extreme tour and everybody has said and basically he said the same thing that brother minister said i mean it's it's a heartfelt it's a heartfelt tour it's something that's great it's something that you know every artist if you're out there and you really love the lord you have your heart for ministry you really want to get out there and minister then you know you need to try to get a get a part of this so definitely shout out to everybody out there and shout out to the folks who put the extreme tour together i wouldn't mind having them on the show and just you know, speaking to them about the whole thing. Oh, okay. You got to reach out to, I continue to reach out to actually Ted Bruin is the one that um, started the whole deal. Um, but you can also read out, reach out to Sam Kislow. Both of them are on my friends list. Okay. So, you know what I'm saying? You can go ahead and tell them I said, hit them up. Riley Kidd, mm-hmm. Brother Minister sent me over here. I want to interview you, you know, the whole deal. I think that they will be um, you know, uh, very, very excited to do that, you know, uh, because they always want to get more exposure and let people know what the tour is about and so other people can be a part of it too. Right, right. Well, before we let you go, brother, I want you to let the folks know out there how they can support you and also let them know again to uh, get out there and uh, purchase your album, Recovery Out Loud. So make sure y'all purchase that album or stream it as many times as possible on Spotify. But uh, let them know how they can contact you and how they can support you. Okay. Um, you can first and foremost go to my website, which is Brother Minister LK418 dot com. That's B R O P H A. 
M I N I S T A L K four eighteen dot com. Uh, you can also reach me on Facebook, uh, Facebook dot com forward slash brother minister. Uh, also on Instagram, Instagram uh, dot com uh, forward slash brother minister CCR. Um, you can reach me on any other digital outlet. Um, all of my information is pretty much made uh, public. Nothing is private because I'm not. You know, everything about me right now is pretty much transparent. So, um, yeah, you can reach me on any one of those outlets, other, you know, kind of outlets as well, SoundCloud and everything like that. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So you can go and download, stream, recovery out loud. Uh, I promise you it will be a blessing. Uh, just uh, some testimony uh, about what I have been through, not only in addiction, but being delivered and healed from broken relationships marriages, separation from kids, and a lot of other things that um, uh, society and people are uh, going through today. All right, all right. So, uh, Sister Nina, you have any last words? Okay. All right. I, I think, think that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I think that this was a great interview. I'm very pleased to meet you and I just really hope to see the great things that God is going to do for you in your next season of your life. God bless you. Amen. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your input as well. So I know I won't be walking in lukewarmness anymore. So God bless you. I'm going to have to talk my pastor about that now. Wow. All jokes, all jokes, all jokes. Well, just to let y'all know, if you're listening live, we really do appreciate your support. But if you're listening to the recording, we really appreciate your support as well. Uh, Next Sunday's show, we will have the Cofields. Yes, we will have the Cofields on the show next (laughs) next Sunday. So, they, hey, if you've been following them on Facebook, man, they've been racking up the flyer miles so definitely we got to catch up with them while we can but uh to end the show we're going to end it with mercy shores song that joint's called um only love so make sure you go check out mercy shore on spotify all right so until then and all you do rep the king be peaceful When you feel that you're worse With the feeling of worth When you think there's no light at the end of the tunnel And the struggle got us healing your hurt when you feel you got nothing to gain and there's nothing but pain and you feel like the snakes are at your heels covered in flames trying to make a change but everything's coming the same and everything around you was burning down they told you the show was over curtains now gave you no reason just ain't working out now you're looking in the mirror where anger hurt and doubt thinking about if god's love is real you don't see it yet just wait his love can heal
have been hoping for better but it seems like it's hopeless when everything you love been stripped it really gets awfully dark in this moment your heart is not beating it's shattered disaster spreading to me like a cancer is this a test for me you're screaming no this can't be my destiny it's just too much stress it's depressing please i'm looking to your lord can you rescue me is this a hex i wish that this curse would end why am i alive to wake up and hurt again heard a voice in the dark and it spoke to me god can fix what is broke keep your hope See?